Welcome back to Up The Villa podcast. Welcome to Transfer Hub, where we take a look at Villa. Rumours, news, links, incomings, outgoings in Transfer Hub. So smash a like on this episode. Justin, how are you? I'm very good, mate. Very good indeed. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. So this is a very, very interesting link. Emil Smith-Rowe linked with a move to Aston Villa. This is coming from Alex Crook of TalkSport. So why wouldn't Emil Smith-Rowe want to come to Aston Villa and win some trophies? Aston Villa are sitting second in the Premier League. So why not? Why not leave Arsenal and come to Aston Villa and... uh? Win some silverware. So, yeah, how are you feeling about this little link, Justin? It's an interesting one, isn't it? Um, obviously, we were linked quite heavily with him a couple of years ago, wasn't we? And uh, it never happened. And the Arsenal fans were very, very keen at that point not to let him go to Villa. That was before they had that li- this little bit of a resurgence under Arteta uh, when they were struggling a little bit. But he, he was seen at the time as a bit of a jewel in the crown for him, wasn't he? He's breakthrough season he was excellent and then lots of talk about England recognition and stuff um, I think he did, he has played what three times for England which but ever since then his he's form has oh, I don't know whether his form's dropped off but he just can't get game time can he, I think he only played 12 times last season in total, just looking at his stats now, 14 games last season so he went from playing 33 games, 37 games yeah, 33 games 11 goals, 37 games and 33 games, four goals, sorry, 37 and 11. Then last season, only 14 appearances. And he's only made 11 so far this season in all competitions. So there's a definite underuse of him. Now, for whatever reason that is, I'm not sure. But it does seem that there's a lot of talk about him now being available to move on, whether that's loan or permanent. But I'm not surprising, really, with Unai Emery. I, I, I presume he would have known about him when he was at Arsenal. Um, as maybe as a young kid, so he's probably kept an eye on him, I would think. Uh, and I think he fits the bill for us. Do you think that? I think, you know, this sort of Emery plays in, a sort of Emmy Buendia type player, uh, I think, that can sort of sit in between the forwards and the, and the midfielders and, and create things. He's, he's a talented footballer, lost his way a bit. Who better than the genius Unai Emery to bring him in and, and get the best out of him that he's done with almost every single player that we've got in the squad? Um, and, and, and I think probably he wants to join a big club. You know, he's fed up with sitting at Arsenal in there. You know, he's also runs. You know, we need to come to a, a big side now that's going to challenge for honours on all fronts. Definitely. And, I mean, regular, regular old school Up The Villa podcast fans will know the transfer hubs we did about Emil Smith-Rowe back in the day. So if you are a back in the day fan, let us know in the comment section down below. But, you know, he's a, he's a wonderfully gifted player. He's a player that I kind of get like excited when he comes on the pitch when I watch him. You know, I, I think he's that type of player. We've already got Sock down Bailey. We could have Sock down Smith-Rowe. Um, and like you say, I wouldn't say we're crying out for creativity, but I, I think we're we we we're looking for a different profile in the side, and I think he fits that. Like you said, Emmy Buendia, you know, picking a pass, he's got really good vision. He can dribble well. We know Unai Emery likes dribblers, so 
I think for, for where we are currently this season, um, he's a player that I would be all for us maybe trying to get um, coming through the door, really. I think if I'm looking at you know his career, like you're saying, he, he had that sort of breakthrough year where he absolutely was tearing it up. And you know he's 23 years of age and he's not playing football. You know, he, he's not playing any football at all. If we if we take a look at his, you know, player profile on, on sofa score and we take a look at his numbers from this season, he's played six games, started one, he's averaging 21 minutes per game. You know, I, I know he's had injuries, but 21 minutes average this season for a player like Smith Rowe, you know, even, even for his career, he's got to look at that and think, you know, I, I need to be playing football. I need to be getting regular minutes. And for whatever reason, Arteta's really reluctant to play him. I think you look at Saka, who, who's bang out of form, and, and and he just doesn't drop Saka. Martinelli, not in great form. And, you know, if you can't get in an Arsenal side where there's players that are out of form, then I, I seriously don't know where he's going to play. We've got his market value here at 23 million. Um, he's right-footed. This season, there's no point really looking at his numbers because they're just not that great. Last season, played 12 games, started none, no goals, two assists. And I think it was the season before where he really had that, that breakthrough. On that left-hand side, we've got 33 games played, started 21, averaged 58 minutes, team of the week three times. One, uh, He's got 10 goals. He'd got two assists that season as well. His successful dribbles at 60%. Jules won 47%. Uh, passing accuracy, 87, 86 in his own half. So there's undoubtedly a player in Smith Row that I just think needs unlocking again and, and needs playing. So I think there's a lot of talk at the minute of this profit and sustainability and, and before this rumour of the right-back coming in, you know, it was seen that Villa weren't really going to do much business. So Arsenal are sort of in a, in a, in a position where they need funds, they need money. Smith-Rowe yeah. would go as an academy player so they'd get pure profit on him. I don't really see us buying him outright, but maybe there could be a loan with an obligation to buy. I'm not sure whether we can loan any more players. I think our overseas loans are, are pretty done. So do, do you see us having potential to, to look for this and go forward with this deal? I think all indications so far this window have pointed to, to very, very little um, that we're going to do in this window. That's not to say if something came up that they really fancied and, and, you know, would benefit the team both in the short term this season and the long term going forward, I think it would have to tick both of them boxes uh, because I think we covered on the loans. We've got the players coming back. You know, look, if we look forward to next season, Mings and Buendia are 100% going to be back. So the two loan players will more than likely probably go. So I, I, unless it ticks a lot of boxes and it is financially viable to do, I don't see them pushing the boat out. The, 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 for me, the Emil Smith row, the plus points are you can never have enough good players. And his age is phenomenal. 23 years of age, a player that we've seen hit really, really you know, great highs already in his short career. I think maybe if we committed to 
sign him in the summer with a loan now, you know, with a view to if if things go well, we could push the deal through in, 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 in the summer. I'm not sure Arsenal are going to be massively keen to loan him to us, given where we are in the league. Because, you know, ultimately, if he came in and hit the ground running, that could be very detrimental to Arsenal. It's a, it's a very interesting link, and he's a player who potentially would be really good for us. The two question marks are obvious. His form hasn't been great, and he hasn't been getting into the side and playing much. Would I trust Unai Emery to turn that around? Yes. Would I trust Unai Emery to get the best out of him? Yes. If he deemed it, you know, a player that he wanted, then then great. I think he would get the best out of him. Injury-wise, he's had three injuries in the last three seasons, and that's it. So it's not like he's out all the time with injuries. I don't know. I really don't know. I'm still leaning towards I don't think we're going to do much this window. But if we are going to do something, then a player of... Of, of Rowe's uh, profile, for me, would fit the bill currently with what we are trying to build. I think he fit, would fit very nicely in our squad. Um, mm-hmm. And probably like, maybe something like Zaniola's position in the squad at the moment, which would be c- coming off the bench. And, and, you know, we've been very up and down with Zaniola, haven't we? You know, we all think there's a player there, but he's not our player. Technically, he's alone. And he's, he's just filling a gap. I think if you went and signed... Smith Rowe on a permanent. Let's say we we could maybe shift out Torore and Dendonka in this window, or whatever it would be. I don't know. You're not going to get a lot for them, are you? Maybe 15 million max for the pair of them. Then you know there might be a bit of wiggle room to maybe bring in a Smith Rowe. So I wouldn't rule it out massively. I'd still lean towards that we, we probably won't do a lot, but I look, I do really like this link. I do really like the player. And I'd like to see what he could do in a, in in a team and with a manager that that actually you know trusts him because I just don't think Arteta trusts him like you say he doesn't want to play him he doesn't want to bring him off the bench he doesn't want to give him minutes so he needs to, he needs a reset in his career and, and, and Villa could be a really good destination for him and I think yeah, we would be a really good um, fit for him now as well I think he would probably be but the last time we were linked with him I would think he'd look where we were. And it, at the time, it was seen by him, whether we like it or not, as a, as a downgrade because Arsenal were maybe on the push and he was a young, emerging British talent of high value. Uh, and it was would have been seen as a bit of a coup if we'd have got him at the time. But now I think the playing field's been massively levelled. And I think for him, we would be a hugely, you know, big club to to sign for now and to start his career again. Yeah, I think the biggest thing to take away from this rumour and link for me is that it is a player that I think could come in and, and, and offer something and offer something um, that would change our dynamic. And, and I think that's, that's a big thing. And when we've heard about Emery talking about sort of players that are going to come in are only going to improve the team, the squad, I believe that he could potentially be one of those players that could do that. Um, and you know, you look at someone like Smith Rowe, and I'm like, what, what, like, why is he happy there? Like, why is he happy sat on the bench? Because it's not like he's he's one of them Man City players that are sort of happy to sit there and they know that the trophies are going to start coming, like season on. You know, like a Calvin Phillips, like he's so happy yeah. chilling there. Like he's so happy. He's not he's not bothered whether he's playing or not. No. I look at someone like Smith Rowe, and I'm like, you you've got to like. 
focus on yourself at some point because you know football is a short time and and as the years tick by you know you, you're losing out on key time of, of playing football really so yeah i think it's well, you'd like that, to think um, at, i agree you'd like to think at 23 the desire to go and play football regularly and prove yourself at the highest level would be huge you know and if you're not getting game time at arsenal then you know move on it's time to move on and and you know I think we're a genuine destination for any of the best, better players nowadays. Yeah, and finally, we're just going to end on a quote from Chris Heck. If if nobody's read this interview that Chris Heck has done, it is absolutely <coughs> fantastic, right? It's, it's right up my street, and I'm going to read you this quote, and you're all going to know why. Quote from Chris Heck. Big Six wanting our players... They can try all they want, but maybe we'll try to buy one of their players. I think this idea that we're here for the taking is dated and we need to move on from that. I absolutely love that. I love it. Absolutely love it. And yeah, I think, you know, he's man of the moment at the minute, but I just, that quote is... Just what I want to hear. Do you know what I mean? Like, and this is what I'm saying yeah. about this episode now. Like, why why wouldn't Smith Rowe want to come to Villa? Like, we're above above Arsenal in the table. Like, why can't we just go out and go? We're having that player, and I, I, we've said this, and I think me and you were on this episode. Um, uh, I don't know when it was, but we've spoke about this before. That there's going to become a moment when Villa going for a player from a team that's in that so-called top six, top four, yeah. and we land them, and we land them, and, ev- and everybody goes, they've just took him from there. And I, I do yeah. honestly believe that that will happen very, very soon. So, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd share that quote with you because well, it's, I it's, it. a, it, it's a great quote, and it's a mindset thing, isn't it, you know? You know, he's coming for a bit of sick recently, Chris Heck, and he you know, hasn't really stuck his head above the parapet that much, you know, mainly because of the ongoing sort of Badgegate saga that, that hasn't been resolved yet. We still don't know nearer to seeing it, you know, whatever it's going to be. But I think he, what he does bring is a wealth of experience in, in, in sport. Yes, it's American sport and that gets derided and looked down upon by a lot of British people, but British sporting fans. But he, he turned around a huge sporting institution in America, and 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 you know that you just go and have a look what he did there. He did a phenomenal job turning them around. So you've got to give him some credit, and and he has got a winning mindset. There's no way in the world Wes Edens and Nasif Suiris are going to bring anybody now into this football club that hasn't got the mindset that we can compete at the very top. And when I say very top, I'm talking Europe is the pinnacle now for every club. We are going to be competing, in my opinion, in the Champions League, hopefully regularly now over the next, hopefully, 10 seasons. So we have to have that mindset that that we are a, a top, top club. And yes, it's very difficult to breach into those areas. And, you know, we've seen that already with financial fair play and all these issues that are swirling around our accelerated growth that we've seen on the pitch. But for me, that's that's the mindset you need. You know, at some point, we will sign a player, like you say, from from them clubs. You have to have that marquee signing. 
definitely. And I, I do think it's happening. And even like with like the whole, just as a fan, you know, like look up, not down. That I'm still looking up in that table. I'm I'm still looking at Liverpool, and I'm like, yeah, they've got a game in hand, but they've got to win that game. I'm not I'm not looking down past fourth place at the minute, and um, I, I think that's that's where we are. Like we've we've got to strive to be the very very best, and I, and I think that trait will be seeping through the whole club now. So yeah, when I'm when I'm hearing stuff like that, I'm like. Absolutely love it. So, well, uh, I, think, if so- I think, yeah. Sorry, for me, signing set the tone for your football club, don't they? The, the size of your signing, the quality of the players you sign in football is a huge indicator of where you are as a team. I always remember looking back when when City had the takeover and, and, and all the money was pumped in. And they went and signed Rabinho, didn't they, in that January mm-hmm. transfer window? And at the time, he was one of the biggest players on the planet. And everyone, when it first they was linked, he was like, he ain't going to go there. He's not going to go to City. And and they did it. They pulled it. They got it over the line. And that raised up their profile. And he was a bit of a flop. He didn't really do it there, did he? But that was irrelevant. He got them. He got them onto the next level of transfers. And I think I look back to, and I, yeah, again, another manager that's had a lot of stick, and rightly so, Stephen Gerrard. When he pulled off the Coutinho signing at Villa, that raised a lot of eyebrows at Villa. And yes, yeah. he, he did okay. He had his moments. You know, it was great to see him in a Villa shirt. And I, in fact, this is a Coutinho shirt. You know, I will always be grateful that we saw Felipe Coutinho in a Villa shirt. Mm. But that one signing sparked, all of a sudden, everybody else in, in the Premier League went, oh, crikey, he's gone to Villa. A player of that quality. And that's now probably where we're looking at probably in the summer more likely, of having that real marquee, block-busting, wow, signing where everybody else goes. They really mean business. You can see on the pitch what we mean, but off the pitch, transfers really set the, the, the tone for where you are and, and the, the sort of how you are viewed by everybody else or your peers in the Premier League, if you like. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely love it. So... Villa fans, let us know your thoughts on the Smith Row rumour. Hopefully you've enjoyed this episode. Go back and catch the debrief that I've done as well. Uh, And yeah, cheers everyone. Up the Villa. Up the Villa.